on, I want to hear your worship. Come on, let your worship saturate the atmosphere. We pray for you tonight. Oh God. Oh God. Let's get this word out to as many people as we possibly can. You just never know what women are going through on your timeline. There are people that you're friends with, that you're connected with, that I'm not. And this will be the perfect opportunity for us to get connected. Let's inspire somebody today. Let's encourage somebody today by hitting that share button. Again, it's so awesome. Want to give a big, huge shout out to uh, our listeners that are tuning in from around the world through the Fishbowl Radio Network. We thank God for uh, Miss Sammy G, who is the CEO and founder of Fishbowl Radio Network. And so we're just so thankful for her vision. We know that none of this would be possible without her. And so definitely a huge shout out to those tuning in from America, those tuning in uh, from the UK, those that are tuning in from Russia. Uh, um, I believe, let me see, I think um, uh, North Korea was on the list. There's so many nations. And so we're just so thankful for each and every single one of you. Iran was on the list. And so uh, we just wish you a wonderful good afternoon, at least this afternoon here. I'm not sure what time it is there. For some places, it might be evening. For some places, it might be morning. And so whatever day it is, whatever time it is, uh, we love you so much and we're so thankful for you. And uh, if you've hit that share button, go ahead and let me know. Let's get these numbers up for sure. Um, of course, our February sponsor is Sacred Faith Inspired Gifts. And we're so thankful for uh, her. And that her is, of course, Sister Erin Weller. So thankful for her. You guys, we went to her vision board, vision board party night. Oh my gosh, this past Saturday, it was absolutely phenomenal. If you look right behind me, there goes my vision board. Let me see if I can point in the right direction. There goes my vision. Well, I think every time that I put a thumbs up, this thing does a th It does. That's that's so incredible technology, I tell you. But if you look right behind me, you see uh, my vision board that I did up for 2024 and beyond. I mean, it was absolutely phenomenal. The turnout was uh, very uh, amazing for those that were able to come out and make it. And so um, I'm telling you, vision boards, uh, they are not a waste of time, you guys. When you write the vision and make it plain, uh, you'll be able to read over it. Because as we know, when it comes to vision, uh, a lot of times you have to remind yourself of what God has told you to do. Because you know that there are days where you will not feel like doing it. Come on, can we be real? Hey, Reverend Latif is tuned in. Can we be real? There are some days where you're not going to feel like doing the vision. You're not going to feel like reading the vision. But when you make it plain before you on the days where you don't feel like going over it, you'll see it. And something happens when you begin to look at something, when you gaze on something, it gives you strength. Um, they say that you have to be very careful of what you allow in your ear gates, what you allow in your eye gates, because these things are the windows to your soul. Whatever you listen to the most, you will begin to start speaking and thinking like whatever you look at the most, that's the thing that has your attention. It has your focus. And if it has your attention, if it has your focus, it's going to be very difficult for you 
to focus on anything uh, that God is is telling you to look to to, to look at and to gaze upon. Uh, it, it, it's going to be very uh, difficult for you to keep your focus and keep your attention upon Him. How do we know this? Well. You remember when uh, the storm had broke out while they were at sea? This is for somebody. A huge, massive storm had broke out while they were at sea. Now, keep in mind, Jesus was the one that told them to get in the boat so that they could get to the other side. It was at his command. And this is what often happens with the Lord. And I'm telling you that this is a message for those that are mature in Christ. But a lot of times that a lot of times when you are living listening to the Lord's commands, he will, he will tell you to do stuff that will not make any sense. He will tell you to do stuff and what he told you to do is what will lead to the fight. Because you have to understand that on uh, after every fight, there is always spoils that are waiting for you. And we'll get to that a little bit later. But Jesus, he gave them the command. He said, get in the boat. And the purpose for getting in the boat is so that we can get to the other side. Now, what oftentimes a lot of people don't talk about when it comes to that particular scripture is that they were not fighting winds. They were not fighting waves only. It was something spiritual that was happening behind the scenes that we like to refer to as marine spirits. What they did not know is on the other side of that storm, on the other side of that water, there were some, some scripture, some uh, Matthew says that it was two men that were demon possessed. And I believe Mark says that it was one man that, would de that was demon possessed. We know that the uh, apostles, um, the way that they would, uh, the way that they would uh, write down the scripture is they would write what they saw, and so somebody saw one man, somebody saw two. Who and, and at this moment it doesn't even matter, but that's what they were fighting. These two men, they were demon possessed, highly possessed, and so this particular demon that had a hold of them, it did not want to let them go, and so what did it do? It sent this storm ahead of them to stop them and cause them to turn around and go back, or it sent the, it sent it to them so that it could really kill them. That's what it really wanted. Let me stop right here and let somebody know that is going through a storm right now. Look, it's been sent to take you out. It's been sent to break your mind. It's been sent to destroy your marriage. It's been sent to destroy your ministry. But I'm telling you right now that God has already provided a way of escape and you're going to come up out of this storm because the Lord was the one that told you to get in the boat. Come on, God didn't ask you to do what it is that he's asking you to do so that he could kill you. No, God asked you to do it because there is something that is waiting on the other side of this storm that is going to propel you in this season. You need this victory. I know right Right now, it might seem like it's a waste of time. Right now, you might be asking yourself, Lord, what did you get me into? Why did you ask me to do this? God, if you wouldn't have never told me to do this, I would never be in it. And here's the thing. You're absolutely right. But what happened on the other side of this storm is what Jesus was trying to get to. The Bible says that the people, they heard about what was happening and the, what they heard about 
about what had taken place when they had gotten to the other side. And this is what they said to him. They went back to Jesus and they said, get out of our region. Come on, some of you, there is getting ready to be a big reveal that is getting ready to take place in your life because you're getting ready to see that where you are right now is not the end of you. You're getting ready to see that where you are right now is not the place that you need to remain for the remainder of your life. As a matter of fact, I feel the Holy Ghost. Some of you are getting ready to realize that the environment that you have been pouring out in is a toxic environment. And that environment is wanting to kill your vision. It's wanting to kill you. And so Jesus, he went and he, he cast this devil up out of these men. And when he got to the other side, when he finished all of that, okay, let me backtrack for a moment. The Bible says that when they finally overcame the storm, when they finally overcame the storm, they got to the other side. And the Bible says that these men, they begged Jesus. They said, look, um, don't kill us, cast us into the pigs. The Bible says that Jesus did that. The pigs, they dove right back into the water. Why did they dive right back into the water? Because the spirit that was attached to those, to those pigs, it came from the water. Come on, some of you are fighting a uh, warfare right now and you don't know how to fight it because you are not really you are not really a, a course in this level of warfare you've only been taught basic warfare but you really have not been taught this level of war, warfare and so you are interceding on a level that is below what you are fighting you are praying amiss but today God is opening up your eyes God is shifting your perspective and he is causing you to see that what you are fighting up against is not what you it's not what you think what you are fighting up against it is bigger but if you target it right you can shift this thing if you target this thing right you can send it back from whence it came and so i was talking about all of that because we were discussing peter you know a lot of times like i mentioned a moment ago god he will tell you to do certain things in your life uh, and these, and the moment that you do it, it seems like all hell is breaking loose, but really God is trying to reveal something to you. Come on, for some of you, you are realizing that you are realizing that your intuition is right. There is somebody that is on your job. There is somebody that is in your life that is out to destroy you and they have been targeted or you have been targeted by them because the enemy sent them in your direction. But what happens a lot of times is we become very naive because we want to give people the benefit of the doubt. We want to say, oh, that's just their personality. No, they're not really like that. No, let me tell you something. This person has a demon and what this demon's job is or what this devil's assignment is, is to knock you off course. This enemy 
enemy's assignment is to knock the wind out of you and to get you to stop. This enemy's assignment is to take the strength from you. This enemy's assignment is to cause you to look in another direction and not look its way and focus on something that you're not supposed to be focusing on so that you can lose strength. But I declare in the name of Jesus that God is causing strength to come back into you. And so here Peter is, Peter, along with the rest of the disciples, they are on this boat that God put them on. They don't know what's on the other side. All they know is God told us to get in the boat. And the Bible says that all of this was happening while Jesus was sleeping. We know the story. The Bible says that they woke up, they woke Jesus up and they told him, hey, we're about to perish. I need for you to do something or else this boat is going to go under with these waves. The Bible says that, uh, no, I'm sorry, I'm quoting a whole different scripture. On this particular scripture, the Bible says that uh, the, the disciples, they begin to panic, they begin to become afraid, and then they saw Jesus coming toward them on the, on the water. And the Bible says that when they saw him, they thought that he was a whole entire spirit. And the Bible's a whole entire ghost. And the Bible says that Peter was the only one that said, Lord, if that's you, bid me to come unto to you. And the Bible says that he stepped up out of the boat. But the reason why he began to drown, he began to sink is because he began to focus all on the wrong stuff. And I'm telling you, these two stories go together today because for some of you, you're focusing on the wrong thing. Come on, you're, you're a bit shallow on this. You're trying to accomplish something great, but your perspective is a little shallow. Your perspective is too low. I need for you to come up a little higher. I need for you to come up a notch. I need for you to ask yourself, why is it that every time that you get in the water, why is it that you take a leap of faith? Why is it that all hell breaks loose? Let me tell you something. That is not coincidental. That is happening because in your region, the enemy has set a standard or he has set a limit that he wants everyone to go by. And when you make the decision that you're not going to live according to that standard or according to those limitations, he tries to shake you. He tries to throw things your way. He tries to throw, he tries to throw barriers your way to stop you. But this is where you have to remember the word of the Lord. Now with the other story, when Jesus was on the boat, they knew that the entire assignment, they knew that they had to get to the other side. And so the Bible says that Jesus, he spoke to the wind, he spoke to the very elements and he commanded it to be still. Let me tell you something, when God has given you a word, it does not matter what tries to come along your way and shake you. It does not matter what tries to come along your way and stop you when you've got a word on it. Let me tell you, you can ride that word out all the way to the end. It does not matter what's happening around you it does not matter what type of what type of resistance is taking place in your life when you've got a word on it the word will always override the resistance come on that's a word somebody needs to put that into the comment section the word of the lord will always override the resistance and that's exactly what happened 
to the disciples. The Bible says that they came to the other side. They finally came to the other side and they met up with what had been fighting them all along. Come on, can I prophesy to about five of you on today and let you know that you're getting ready to meet up with the thing that's been causing you problems all this time. But it is not for it to finally take you out. When you meet up with this thing, it is not what the enemy is saying. It, it, what's not, what's not going to happen is not what the enemy is Meet up with this thing. Hallelujah. Hold on one second. Hallelujah. When you meet up with this thing, let me tell you what's going to happen. You are going to take this thing yourself why is it how come i'm the one how come i'm the one that meets up with this thing how come it how why come it why come i'm getting real country how come it wasn't my my my, my uh my parents that met up with this thing how come it wasn't a sibling how come it wasn't a friend why is it me uh you know we all came up in the same church how come god couldn't use one of my friends to meet up with this thing why did it have to be me well let me just break it down to you and let you know exactly why it had to be you because you David are the one that carries the oil the Bible says that when David was in the back tending to the sheep his brothers was with Saul getting ready to fight Goliath but the Bible says that all of them including the children of Israel they were just standing there taking Saul's taunting words the Bible says that Saul was just not Saul uh, Goliath the Bible says that Goliath had been taunting them for quite some time. And here David's four brothers are standing there just taking it. Come on, let me tell you something. God does not, God, what, what does not qualify you what does not qualify you is your height your strength is not what qualifies you your height is not what qualifies you the fact that you go to the to the gym and you can deadlift 150 pounds baby you can do that all day but that's not what qualifies you the bible says that when samuel came looking for the next king when he came to jesse's house the bible says that david's brothers they were strong and they were strapping, but yet they were not the ones to carry on the kingship. What qualifies you to be able to take on this giant, to be able to come face to face with this devil that Jesus has set you up to come face to face with is the oil. You can spend all of your time in gym. You know, I love going to the gym. I think that going to the gym or working out should be a part of every believer's every believer's uh, schedule. I think that this is something that you should do every week. Why? Because you're going to need strength in order to fulfill vision. You cannot be sick and out of shape and think that you're going to fulfill vision. It's just, it's not going to happen. It's unrealistic. 
And so the Bible says, the Bible says that David's brothers, oh, I was talking about the gym. And so I love going to the gym, but let me tell you something. When you put all of your faith and all of your trust in the physical weights that you lift at the gym, let me tell you something. You are bound to come before some type of spiritual giant and fail because you thought that you were going to take them out with the punch. No, baby, that ain't how you can't cuss a giant out and think that he's going to fall. You can't punch a giant in your own strength and think that he's going to fall. Come on. The reason why David was able to take him out with a slingshot and a stone. And I want you to understand something. David was ready to take out Goliath and his brothers. He did not gather five smooth stones because he felt, okay, if I miss the first time, I got four more that I can reach in my pocket and get. No, David knew that I'm going to take out Goliath and I'm going to take out the rest of his siblings if they try to come at me. And so the reason why David was successful in doing that is because David had the oil. Come on, I want to stress this again. You can spend all your time getting fit, lifting weight. Come on, you can spend all of your time learning how to max out different weights week by week. But if you are not spending time, spending time nurturing and strengthening your inner man, nurturing and strengthening your spirit, let me tell you something. You're about to come to the other side and you're getting ready to see the thing that has been messing with you, that has been messing with your family, that has been messing with your nation. For some of you that has been coming up against your generation, you're getting ready to come face to face with that thing. And if you have not spent time, if you have not spent time di disciplining yourself, disciplining your spirit, then let me tell you something. This thing is going to come before you in the same way that it taunted David, the same way that it taunted, not David, but David's brothers and Saul is the same way that it's going to taunt you. But I stopped by here to tell somebody today that the days of taunting are over. I feel like God has made you ready. The Bible says that Esther was not the only woman that was being considered for the queenship. But the Bible does say that there was a man in the king's courts that took a liking to Esther because the favor of the Lord was upon her because she was the one that God had anointed to get the job done. But the Bible says that before she could go into the office of the queen, the Bible says that she had to soak in oil for 12 months. Come on, some of you have been soaking in oil. You've been soaking in oil for years. And the reason why God had you doing, the reason why God had you doing it, the reason why God took you that route is because when he finally calls your name, you're going to be ready. Come on, it's not just beauty that's going to cause you to break this generational curse. It's not just your looks. It's not just the way that you talk and your expertise. It's 
It's not just your, it's not just your knowledge that is going to break this generational curse. Come on, but it's the oil on your life. Come on, the Bible says that she soaked in oil for 12 months. And when she came before the king, not only was she smelling good, but the Bible says that he saw something about her that he did not see about anybody else. And she was chosen. Come on, some of you better get ready because your name is getting ready to be called. You have been chosen for such a time as this, but I need for you to continue to prepare. Come on, don't you walk up out of this preparation period thinking that you got it, thinking that because you have the intellect and because you have the education and because you have the, uh, the looks that it's going to qualify you for the position. Come on, going back to David's brothers again, Jesse thought that the position was based upon the